maybe people know or can sense that you're hurt, but you can't even tell them because it's not physical. Since they can see the suffering, they think it's not there. Some people are mindful and give you a space, but how do you know somebody needs the space? Hey there, my name is Sean, and this is Suicide Noted. On this podcast, I talk with suicide attempt survivors so that we can hear their stories. Every year around the world, millions of people try to take their own lives, and we almost never talk about it. We certainly don't talk about it enough. And when we do talk about it, many of us, including me, are not very good at it. So one of my goals with this podcast is to have more conversations and hopefully better conversations with attempt survivors. Why? Well, as you probably know, we want to help more people in more places feel a little less shitty and a little less alone. If you are a suicide attempt survivor and you'd like to talk, please reach out. Hello at SuicideNoted.com on Facebook or Twitter at SuicideNoted. You'll also find some other things in the show notes, including an additional way to reach out to us via a recorded message, a link to our Signal group, which is somewhat new and, and right now rather small. It is yet another space to have these kinds of conversations. You can learn a little bit more about our programs and presentations and, of course, our new membership. And special shout out to Kayla, who recently joined our membership program as a premium member. There are some perks, but mostly you're just helping out and supporting this cause, this movement. And I really appreciate it. And I'm sure everybody who listens appreciates it as well, because you really are helping. Again, you can learn more about that. Follow the link in the show notes where it says membership. Finally, we are talking about suicide on this podcast, as the name suggests, and we know it's probably not a good fit for everybody, so please take that into account before or as you listen, but I do hope you listen, because there is so much to learn. Today, I am talking with S. S lives in El Salvador, and she is a suicide attempt survivor. Hey, S. You are the first person I'm speaking to in the country of El Salvador, which is exciting for me. It's important to talk about it. And you are a suicide attempt survivor. Yes. Before we get into talking about that stuff, I am curious how you found this podcast. And then the part two of that question is why once you found it, you decided to reach out to me and talk about it, which I don't think a lot of people do. Well, I was listening to mental health podcasts, but I wasn't looking precisely for the kind that tell you not to do things or to go to a therapist or that try to tell you what to do, mm -hmm. but mostly podcasts and interview people who are now aware they have a mental illness and they tell you your, their experience about it, how they cope, how they're doing. Some of them talked about suicide, if they tried or not. I found this interesting. Why are people not talking about that? So I wanted to know more. So that's how you found it. Part two of that question, why do you want it? And I'm glad we're talking. How are you comfortable to talk about it, knowing people will hear this? You're kind of identifying yourself to people, even though you might not meet them. You're sharing some rather personal things. I wouldn't call it a cautionary tale, but it's the fact that nobody talks about it. Okay. 
that makes people not really talk about it, try not to think about it, not face it or accept it or try to make more of that. Here in Latin America, it's like tough love or you're weak. People here don't want to be older and the joking is a little bit harsh. Uh, you know, people are like a little bit tough love when joking and they pick mm. up on you, but you're supposed not to take it seriously. But when everybody does that and they tell you, why are you so weak? Why don't you joke with us? What happens with you? And then, and then maybe some of us start thinking about just disappearing because that's what it seems like people want. Mm -hmm. from you since you can't take a job but you're not even allowed to say it hurts you the general thought here for suicidal thoughts is that you should you know like go out maybe do some exercise how about you get a pet it's gonna go away man people evade them yeah. so if maybe they knew that someone here probably i'm not the only one is willing to talk about it and willing to listen maybe they will face the thoughts mm -hmm. And think a little bit more about that. Maybe talk to somebody. It must be hard for anybody in, in El Salvador or surrounding countries because when so few people talk about it, we know that there's plenty of people suffering. That's not even up for debate. The suffering gets worse because they don't feel like they can talk about it. Almost like a spiral downward, right? Yes, it's like I called it the pain spiral. Maybe people know or can sense that you're hurt, but you can't even tell them because it's not physical. Mm -hmm. They can't see it. Right. Since they can't see the suffering, they think it's not there. Some people are mindful and give you a space, but how do you know somebody needs the space? How old are you? Um, 37. 37. Do you remember about the time in your life when you first started thinking about suicide as a possible option for you? Thinking I was probably nine or 10. Okay. But it wasn't suicide, kill myself. It was more like, I, I don't want to be, be here. I want to disappear. At 9, 10 years old, you are don't have that answer. And mm -hmm. you can't ask the adults. 9 or 10, thinking, when's the first? And I know you said you have two attempts. So how old are you for the first attempt? 14. 14, you tried. 14. All girls to school, religious. Clicks, yeah. and I was not part of any clique. I was called a leftover, and uh, people uh, stopped bullying me, but they started ignoring me. So maybe I should just go away. And I was thinking this uh, with the box cutter with me. I was already panicking, like thinking, who will find me? Will my brother find me? Will my father find me? What's the explanation? Are you going to write anything? Is this somebody's fault? I was thinking all this and crying. And if I was ready and I was afraid, and you know, all the panicky feelings, anxiety, took the cutter and went to the bathroom. And I was thinking all this. And at that moment, childhood friend called. If you didn't get that call, you think you would have finished it, completed suicide? Yes. You didn't, obviously, you didn't do it. You didn't die. You're 14. Do you tell anybody about this? Because that's a pretty big thing you just went through. And now you're alive and, you know, you've got school tomorrow, normal life stuff. I, I would imagine it's not so easy just to go back to life. 
I, I was I just walked back home and went to my room and sat in the floor and went numb. I, I don't know how long for how long. <laughs> right. Makes sense. From 14 to 27, when you tried for the second and what's your life like? Since I entered that school from 7 to 17, 10 years, I went uh, for bullying and being ignored most of the time. Well, then university, well, nobody knows each other there, so it was a little bit easier for me. I was still very shy, but at least I wouldn't be like, oh, no, these people know me. Or In that time, later in high school and then college or university, did you think about suicide or was that sort of something that didn't feel like you were going to do that again? I still have, and I even still have the thought. I was used to be Miss Perfect because I had a scholarship for both things. Okay. So I had to be perfect. I had to keep my grades up. College doesn't go that easy on you. Whenever I had a bad grade, I would think like, maybe I should have done it that time. Maybe I should have finished that thing. Or what am I doing here? I don't even like these things or I'm not even good at this. And when yeah. you're on you, when you have been depressed for a long time, you have gone numb, dissociated to the thoughts come back practically because you are used to think that way. Like the same phrase you have always used on your mind when you feel bad, it's coming back to you. Unfortunately, those were suicidal thoughts. But again, as when I was eight or nine, I didn't think further about that. It was just like, oh, I want to disappear. I want to off myself. Or I, why, why am I, what am I even doing here? But none didn't go further. Let me ask you this question. So when you're doing, when you're dealing with all that stuff, though, I mean, look, you're not going to, you're not trying, but you're thinking about it. Did you ever talk to somebody? I know you said earlier, it's not an easy thing there, especially. But did you ever have a friend or a counselor? To- no, I was Miss Perfect, remember? So you're saying Miss Perfect wouldn't talk about those things? Is that what Miss Perfect is supposed to do? Yes, or that's what I thought still in, at right. college. And what were some of the ways in which you, you coped or, or dealt with this stuff? Music, English music, and later J-pop, Japanese music. J-pop, what kind of English music are we talking about here? Oh, well, if you know what time I'm talking about, it's 2000. So uh, Britney Spears, Backstreet Boys, Papa Roach. Really like poppy pop. Okay. Yeah, poppy pop or a straight, almost emo. Got it. You go into, and then you go into your 20s. Take us from wherever you are to the second attempt. Uh, Life fell apart. My mom got cancer. And my dad followed, not with cancer, but emotionally speaking, since you don't talk about mental illnesses or struggles, most likely his body got it. His health got worse. At the time, I had taken a loan for him. And then they fell sick. He, My dad lost his job because he wouldn't go work. My hands started having problems, my own health problems. I had to drop out of university. I was about to lose my job. And my brother didn't help me out. I stopped talking to my friends. If I talked to someone, I knew I would ask them for money. And I didn't want to lose friends that way. So I isolated myself. 
I got I got so isolated and I was supporting my whole family like for half a year and they were sick on and off the, hosp- the hospital. I was just tired, malnourished and had anemia and I knew I was getting weaker. So I was like, how about we keep not eating and maybe we will die that way. It doesn't have to be anybody's fault. Other family would know everything was going wrong so they would just think oh well it it took her too that's not so bad maybe this will take me that would be really nice that i even thought that i i just wanted i just didn't want to keep doing this anymore it was too big for me and then so and i lost the job i was still trying to pay the loan my parents got better my mom's cancer free things were like Getting back to normal, except the job and the finances, I was saving up for marriage or for living somewhere else because I knew that the environment, my family house, wasn't the best for me. I just wanted to save and leave. So, how long did that last for where you were not eating? When all these things started to happen, like the length of this. All these horrible happenings was like one year and a half. So maybe I was eating. I was. I had stopped eating as much. One point, I fainted. You fainted. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I was at home, and I fainted, and I thought, ah, yes, maybe this is it. Right. It's not like I added anything or did something worse or actively consumed or had pills or no i just thought right. that eventually something would fail that's a that's a d- challenging way to die so from 27 to 37 have you come close again no all right and so you never went to a hospital right no okay i know that the hospitals there for this kind of stuff are not places you want to go i know that uh they're good hospitals or the good doctors uh, you have to pay for that if you say you try it to off yourself, you might be treated, just medicated and left there. For a long time. Yes. My mom loves image and she's the kind of person who would not want that kind of attention. So I was also afraid of that. Oh, yeah? Even years later. Oh, yeah. She also abused me mm-hmm. as a child. They didn't talk to me. Well, my dad was normal but he had three jobs at the time and then school was not okay so I I grew up pretty isolated so if she knew I went to that one hospital I was afraid of her reactions so uh, I didn't go have you ever seen a therapist or a counselor as a child and my mom stopped me from it but I haven't okay so have you ever been on medication no is it common in El Salvador for people to be medicated for mental health things yes but it's too common. There are many doctors try to kind of talk to you and medicate you right away. Some of them are not very nice or thinking about you precisely as a patient. They just want to prescribe you medication. Seems to be the general sentiment. I have had friends later in life from work or uh, college that I still talk to that try it and they had to leave. Some therapists either because they were not compatible with them or would blame them for these thoughts. Or Mm. sometimes they would take take you back to religion, which sometimes is what got you to think Mm -hmm. that you want to end yourself. So it's it's really difficult 
to find someone without medicating you right, right away. I know you weren't diagnosed with anything, but do you no. think you were you were or are battling or suffering from something, whether it was diagnosed or not? Probably depression and anxiety. I don't have anxiety attacks anymore. Okay. But I used to recently, because I had a job that had me working 14 hours a day and I didn't get to rest. So right. I would get panicky if, if my boss called or like messaged me and I, I would start breathing really fast, feeling trapped. It, it comes and goes with oh. the situations in my life. Normally, comes from the feeling of feeling trapped. Do you feel trapped these days? Not so often. I work part-time uh, as a translator, and mm. that's the job I actually like. Mm. So I can coordinate my time better. I keep listening to J-pop. I keep translating, keep it up with Japanese, with was the thing, and living in Japan a little bit which took me away from my parents' home for a while. So Japan is not like the best place for mental illnesses. Right. But at least I, I lived as myself as and as an adult, not with my parents. And and that helped. Mm -hmm. Also, I life is very faster and I really did not have the time to think about something else. But at least at the program I was at that time, I wanted to be really proficient. Because I knew that when I came back here, there wouldn't be advanced courses for Japanese. And I couldn't go further. I knew I wouldn't be able to go further mm -hmm. here, learning that language. And, and, and now I use it as a job. That's impressive, us. Okay, so do you have people to talk to about uh, some of these difficult things? Yes. How many people? Two. Husband and college friend. You have two people. All right. How many people know about either of your suicide attempts? Both of them. They know, but does anybody else know? Now they will know when they yeah. hear this. Yeah, yeah. No, my family, my family doesn't speak English, so. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, they are not. I, I don't think they will. Yeah. But you're right. Some people will know, but you don't know them probably. Yeah. These two people, my husband knows the details. My friend knows some of the details. And there was another friend at the table at the time, yeah. another caller, college friend. And mm -hmm. she threw me this discourse we have here, like, you're being weak again. Go out, do some exercise. Don't you like cats? How about you get a cat? Like, she <laughs> shut me off. Uh -huh. uh, if she wants to know, I I can talk to her. Okay. Do you, so you're 37. Do you think, as we're talking today, that you will be alive at 40 years old? Yes. I'm okay. trying to get much more into translation. That helps. Uh, that helps. Maybe I don't have the best ways to express myself, but I like being able to communicate what others think. Others think. Right. Do you ever wish that either attempt had worked, that you were dead? I felt that way in 2020 because my job uh, suspended our contracts. That was long. We weren't being told when we, were, when we were going back or what was going to happen with us. Well, you know, uh, I was here with my husband, but right. I couldn't even buy comfort food. All my money went to rent. 
I didn't have many activities. I was really sad about things. And then I, I started translating things from my favorite group and put them on YouTube. And that, that probably saved my sanity. Has been always the languages writing. Yeah. Do you, I only have a couple more questions. One, how do you say suicide in Japanese? Jisatsu. Say it again. Jisatsu. But you know that we here, well, in Latin America, or at least in El Salvador, we don't say, I, I don't know why really Spanish does that. Because in English, you say they passed, someone, so-and-so passed away. In Japanese, you say, nan, ga like they are very formal words for this. But in Spanish, they are like, se murió, se mató. Like it, it's very un- informal, like it was like some gossip. Like they had no regards for the person. Did you know about that? He must have been crazy. Did you know if their husband had a lover? Like they start the gossip, like mm. trying to find out why instead of thinking this was a person who was in pain and decided to kill themselves. And you are thinking about their partner having yeah. a mistress or someone yeah. else. Very weird to me. Like everything goes back to gossip. Mm-hmm. And in the end, I also didn't want to be one more gossip story. Oh, yeah, they were this kind of quiet kid. Of They're they really harsh here. Uh, they were pro- probably a psychopath. A psychopath and, and yeah. they were thinking, they were up not not up to up to no good and just went cuckoo one day and killed themselves. Like <laughs> They oversimplify it. Yeah, everybody's an expert. Do you have any myths? that are on your mind that you want to dispel? People who have suicidal thoughts are not weak-minded. Are not weak-minded. They are not weak-minded. Mm-hmm. If anything, they are. They have much more courage than other people mm-hmm. because they have thought farther about what will happen with the people around them, with their possessions, with their money or something else or what will people say many other things around them some of them are still afraid and they still do it some of us come back some of us don't people say they're weak i would say they are stronger than many of us sometimes yeah Uh, people say they're cowards but it takes them certain courage and volition to throw yourself off of a bridge to get some gone and mm-hmm. to do any of these things to end yourself it's not something a coward would do so i i would think they have some more they are not cowards and they are not selfish and sometimes that's why some people like the ones i've listened to at the podcast come back for one of them mentioned that they didn't do it because their sister would find them and that she would be devastated and they didn't want them that 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 for their sister, mm-hmm. so they didn't do it that day. Most people think about others rather than themselves. Seems so. Yeah. All right. So El Salvador, numero uno in El Salvador for this podcast. S three languages, married, is going to make it to forty and past forty, probably. Hopefully. I mean, any of us I can mean. get hit by a bus, right? But uh, but you know, Latin America is not like the safest place could get mugged or yeah, other course. things. Uh, I, it really, most people live in 
some kind of paranoia here and it can happen to you any day. I have been mocked like three times. Wow. Knife on my neck two other times. Uh, yeah, you could just cross the street and there's a truck yep. coming for you. And that's it. Yep. You never know. That's true. Do what you can. And what else would you like to share, if anything, about suicide or, or anything related to this stuff? I wouldn't tell anybody to not do it because that's on themselves. That's their choice. Mm -hmm. But if they have a passion, they could probably try to follow that passion a little bit. Mm -hmm. to see if, like I told you, at some point I was too busy to think about this. Nobody's saying they have to stop thinking about suicide, but upon revisiting, you might change your mind or not. But you would never know if this passion would get else get you elsewhere if you don't try it. Yeah. Right now, you can do many things. And when I was 14, you, you only had my books and no friends and couldn't go out. But now there's TikTok, there's Instagram, there, there's you, there are blogs. You can, if you want to put something out there so people see it, you can. There are many ways you can, you can still choose not to show your face or even use your voice. There's lots of technology for you to do that. There are some people who have found solace in playing video games with other people, even if they are just playing and not interacting. They are happy that they are not alone at times. So there are many other things you can do Yeah, if you want to get something to tell, communicate something like you, you want to get our voices out for others to hear and technology, internet podcasts have made it possible. I'm really yep. glad that you're doing this. For sure. Yes. I couldn't do this without technology. Impossible. Thank you. Shelby. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. And I'll talk to you soon. And I appreciate your time and your honesty. And um, yeah, I hope your night is, is at least decent. Yeah. Thank you very much. I hope the same for you. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. As always, thanks so much for listening and all of your support. Special thanks to SNL Salvador. Thank you, S. If you are a suicide attempt survivor and you'd like to talk, please reach out. Hello at suicidenoted.com on Facebook or Twitter at Suicide Noted. Please help us out by rating and reviewing this podcast. It helps people find it. And check the show notes for all kinds of cool stuff that you can get involved in. If you would like to support this cause of helping more people in more places feel a little less shitty and a little less alone through these kinds of conversations. And that, of course, includes our new membership, which we're very excited about. However you support, we appreciate it. And that is all for episode number 151. Stay strong. Do the best you can. I'll talk to you soon.